you for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church. To find out more about The Movement Church, you can check out our website at theocmovement.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The OC Movement. Well, thanks for joining us today. And for those of you that are new, my name is Kerry Robinson. My wife and I, Megan, have the privilege of pastoring and leading the Movement Church. Now, if you're not aware of the Movement Church, this is an awesome church or community of faith right here in South Orange County in the greatest state in the union, the state of California. Now, we normally meet in Laguna Hills High School, but today, as you might have assumed, we are not meeting there. We're coming to you via video because I think, frankly, the world is falling apart. No, but seriously, we are living in some interesting times. And today, I just wanna talk to you about the terrifying effects of chorizo. Now, chorizo is this beautifully deceptive item of food. And for those of you that don't know, it's a spicy pork sausage used primarily in Mexican food. And man, when you wrap it up in a tortilla con huevos y papas, Jesus himself shows up for breakfast. Now, it's this magical uh, kind of concoction for breakfast, but it's also appointed for a man once to eat chorizo and then comes the judgment. Oh, what was that? Okay. This is not a chorizo pandemic is what, are you, are you sure? But uh, stores are definitely completely out of toilet paper. Uh, well, I just assumed this was a chorizo pandemic. What, there's nothing in my ear right now? Cut, can we cut? Obviously, this is not about a chorizo pandemic. Uh, but the truth is this, our world is facing some real challenges right now. And there's some major concerns regarding the coronavirus and COVID-19 and, everything surrounding that and the concerns are real this is a virus that is spreading it's taking lives and here's the truth we're moved with compassion towards those who have lost some loved ones and and those that might in the future there's no doubt about it this is a defining moment in our lives regardless of your age we will never forget these days We'll look back and say, I remember where I was when they shut down my high school. I remember where I was when we couldn't fly anywhere. But let me just tell you, we are not without hope. In fact, this is the time that we remember we are the church and the church is the hope of the world. Now, I wanna share a few thoughts with you today and I'd love to invite you to join us with notes. You can text the word app to the number that's on the screen and download our app if you've already got it. My notes are there for you, but I wanna pray for us and jump into a few thoughts that I have just for you as you sit in the comfort of your home today. So can we pray? Would you right where you're at, unless you're driving by your heads and close your eyes, and let's just pray. God, we just thank you that you're here. We thank you that you're not taken by surprise, that you are not taken aback by the things plaguing our world right now, but also God, we thank you that we have hope found in you. So God, we look to you and we lean into you and your plan. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Church, can I just tell you, the coronavirus is not the real enemy. The real enemy is fear. Nearly a hundred years ago, our nation faced the depths of the Great Depression. And on March 4th, the 32nd president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was sworn in and he said this as it at his inauguration speech. This great nation will endure as it has endures, will revive and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief 
that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. That nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Listen, make no mistake about it. COVID-19 is not the enemy. Fear is. And if we allow it to win right now, in this moment, in this season, that nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror will stop us from living the life God intended for us. Look, Jesus knew we would be up against these types of scenarios. That's why he told us in John 16, I've told you this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured. Listen to that, that you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace in this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But Take heart because I've conquered the world. Take heart because I've conquered the world. Jesus spoke these words right after he told the disciples what their future looked like. And I'm telling you, their future did not look awesome. They faced persecution and abuse and and death. They were all martyred and all because they simply were following Jesus. But I believe they were able to face the future like that because of these words from Jesus And I wanna echo those words to you today. Take heart, Jesus has conquered the world. And I wanna encourage you to echo these words in your world. And you do that by how you live. Today, I wanna encourage you, speak hope. Turn to somebody sitting next to you. Don't give them a fist bump or a high five. Just tell them, speak hope. The sound arising from our nation currently is doubt, and worry, and panic, and devastation, and it all sounds hopeless. But as a follower of Christ, we are never, ever without hope. Hebrews 6 reminds us of this. It says, so God has given us both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Somebody needs to hear that right now. It's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. We are not without hope. Our hope is found in Jesus. He has given us life and life more abundantly, not a life of fear, not a life of despair, but life more abundantly. Christian, we have hope in all circumstances, not based on an outcome, but based on who Jesus is. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 12. He said, now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer, these limitations that cut me down to size like abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. And I think if he was alive today, he'd say COVID-19. And I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. Let's be a people who speak hope. Language shapes culture. So let's rewrite the cultural norms right now. Let me say that again. Language shapes culture. So let's rewrite the cultural norms right now. When people bring up the confirmed cases of COVID-19, why don't we bring up the confirmed recoveries? When people talk about the economic drop-off, let's talk about the one who is our provider. When someone is sick, let's introduce them to the one who heals. What a time to be a Christian. When the world is at its darkest hour, there's no greater time to be the light. So speak hope. Listen, Christian, speak hope. Number two, I wanna encourage you, use wisdom. Look, wash your hands, 
Don't hug everyone you see. The United States just became an introvert's happy place. You've been practicing social distancing your whole life and now the rest of the world is catching up. But listen, make sure your family has food, but don't panic. First Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So let me ask you some questions. Are your decisions driven by unpleasant or negative emotions? If so, that's probably fear. Are your decisions caused by the belief that something is dangerous or likely to cause pain to you and your family? If so, it's probably fear. Do you have anxiety over the health and well-being of your family? If so, it's probably fear. These are indications that fear and panic are driving your decisions rather than wisdom. Philippians 4, 6 kind of gives us the antidote to this. It says, do not be anxious about anything, no matter how the world's responding, I might add. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Look at this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. That means that it won't always make sense, but you can still experience peace. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So walk in His peace and you'll walk in His wisdom. Now you might ask, well, how do I do that? If I'm overwhelmed or consumed by fear, I mean, I look outside, I go to the grocery store and everybody is freaking out and acting a little bit silly. Well, I believe that God is who He says He is. Do you? If you do, then ask Him for help, but be grateful regardless of the outcome. And the Word says that you'll experience the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. So speak hope, use wisdom, and church, let's walk in love. 1 John 4, 18 says, There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Listen, in a world desperate for hope, we must remember that you and I, we're dealers in hope. So pray for people in your world. Like literally, ask them if you can pray for them and do it on the spot. Buy some groceries for some folks that you know can't afford much right now. Or maybe drop some food off at a food bank. Check in on those that are elderly. I mean, they're at risk in a different way than you and I are. And the narrative that they're living is very different from most that are watching right now. You know what else? Be kind, like in general, but also in stores, in parking lots, at the office, on the road, on social media. Listen, stop perpetuating fear on social media. Stop talking about government conspiracies and political agendas and the election. What if we just started talking about hope? The hope found in Jesus and what your life is like because of Him. Let's pray for our elected officials, our first responders, the CDC, the WHO, and let the words of your mouth be filled with faith and hope and love. Not because you have a framed artwork from Hobby Lobby that says that, but because you love Jesus and He said that. Let's just be people who speak hope, who use wisdom and walk in love. This is our finest hour. We get to be the Christians that God created us to be. And together, we get to be the church, the church that our world needs desperately. It's our greatest hour. Let's not forget that. Speak hope, use wisdom, and walk in love. Now listen, I know that right now, there's some people watching 
that you haven't begun a journey with Jesus. And just the concept of hope may be a foreign concept because you don't know the hope that's only found in Him. And there's a starting point. I'm not even talking about church membership. Uh, the good news is I'm not talking about getting rid of your past. You don't have to get good to get to Jesus. You just start with Him. He takes care of the rest. But there is a starting point. And it's a moment where you just say yes to who He is. And I wanna challenge you, right where you're watching this today, you can make just that decision. In a moment, I'm gonna pray a prayer. And if you're watching and you've never prayed this prayer or today is the day to pray it again for the first time in a long time, why don't you begin the journey with Him today? Would you do me a favor if you can, would you bow your heads and close your eyes and just make this prayer your own. You say, dear God, I know that you're real, that you love me, that you have hope for me, but I'm not perfect. Would you forgive me? And now just make this statement your own. Just say, Jesus, I give you my life. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with us today, we are so excited to be a part of this journey with you. Would you email us at info at theocmovement.com? And if you're not in the area, we would love to help you find another life-giving church near you. Send us an email at info at theocmovement.com and we'll get back to you shortly. Thank you again for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church.